Well, given that it's uh, New Year's Day, I hope you'll cut me some slack uh, and that I didn't really prepare a homily, but I'm going to share with you some uh, uh, a meditation really on this day from a great book, which you've heard me quote many times, it's, it's, a, vo- it's a number of volumes, uh, The Liturgical Year by Dom Prosper Guerenje, and uh, commenting on this feast, which has three aspects, three aspects, really. It's the octave day of the Nativity, which is already a great thing. It's also, um, we hear in the Gospel about the circumcision, so this day used to be called the circumcision of the Lord. And also we hear about the conferral of the Holy Name of Jesus. And in fact, the Feast of the Holy Name is kept uh, coming this week. (coughs) And uh, it's the Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, since the reform of the liturgy. Um, in 1969. But even before then, as we'll hear, Mary was particularly honoured on this day. In fact, the collect of the, of the new Mass that we're celebrating now is exactly the same as the collect of the traditional Latin Mass that I'll be celebrating in Anita at 12.30 if I get there on time. Okay, so uh, it's the same. The Mass is kind of, and, and the Gospel uh, we have a longer gospel in this Mass, in the traditional Latin Mass, it's just the last verse which refers to the circumcision is read today. Uh, but in the gospel that we've heard, we hear a little bit about Mary as well, keeping these things in her heart. So let me just share with you these, uh, this, this consideration from Dom Prosper Guaranje. Our newborn King and Saviour is eight days old today. The star that guides the Magi is advancing towards Bethlehem, and five days hence we'll be standing over the stable where our Jesus is being nursed by his mother. Today the Son of Man is to be circumcised. This first sacrifice of his innocent flesh must honour the eighth day of his mortal life. Today also a name is to be given him. The name will be Jesus, and it means Saviour. So that mysteries abound on this day, let us not pass one of them over, but honour them with all possible devotion and love. But this day is not exclusively devoted to the circumcision of Jesus. The mystery of this circumcision forms part of that other great mystery, the incarnation and infancy of our Saviour, a mystery on which the Church fixes her heart not only during this octave, but during the whole 40 days of Christmas tide. Then, as regards our Lord's receiving the name of Jesus, a special feast, which we shall soon be keeping, is set apart in honour of it. There is another object that shares the love and devotion of the faithful on this great solemnity. This object is Mary, the Mother of God. The Church celebrates today the august prerogative of this divine maternity, which was conferred on a mere creature and made her the co-operatrix with Jesus in the great work of man's salvation. The Holy Church of Rome used formally to say two Masses on the 1st of January. One was for the octave of Christmas Day, the other was in honour of Mary. She now unites the two intentions in one sacrifice in the same manner as in the rest of the day's office, she unites together the acts of her adoration of the Son and the expressions of her admiration for and confidence in the Mother. Let us not be surprised 
at the enthusiasm and profound respect wherewith the Church extols the Blessed Virgin and her prerogatives. Let us, on the contrary, be convinced that all the praise the Church can give her and all the devotion she can ever bear towards her are far below what is due to her as Mother of the Incarnate God. No mortal will ever be able to describe or even comprehend how great a glory accrues to her from this sublime dignity. For, as the glory of Mary comes from her being the Mother of God, one would have first to comprehend God himself in order to measure the greatness of her dignity. It is to God that Mary gave our human nature. It is God whom she had as her child. It is God who gloried in rendering himself, inasmuch as he is man, subject to her. Hence, the true value of such a dignity, possessed by a mere creature, can only be appreciated in proportion to our knowledge of the sovereign perfections of the great God, who thus deigns to make himself dependent upon that favoured creature. Let us therefore bow down in deepest adoration before the majesty of our God. Let us therefore acknowledge that we cannot respect as it deserves the extraordinary dignity of her whom he chose for his mother. Gwerenja considers for a few more paragraphs yet, six or seven paragraphs, which I will omit, and just move on to his little meditation on the circumcision. The child is circumcised. He is now not only a member of the human race, he is made today a member of God's chosen people. He subjects himself to this painful ceremony, to this symbol of one devoted to the divine service, in order that he may fulfill all justice. He receives, at the same time, his name. The name is Jesus, and it means a saviour. A saviour. Then he is to save us. Yes, and he is to save us by his blood. Such is the divine appointment, and he has bowed down his will to it. The incarnate word is upon the earth in order to offer a sacrifice, and the sacrifice is begun today. The first shedding of the blood of the man-God was sufficient to the fullness and perfection of a sacrifice, but he has come to win the heart of the sinner, and that heart is so hard that all the streams of that precious blood which flow from the cross on Calvary will scarcely make it yield. The drops that were shed today would have been enough to satisfy the justice of the Eternal Father, but not to cure man's miseries. And the babe's heart would not be satisfied to leave us uncured. He came for man's sake, and his love for man will go to what looks like excess. He will carry out the whole meaning of his dear name. He will be our Jesus, our Saviour. 